the Living Geek. I'm your host, Kenneth. I'm Kurt. And we are Retrofecta. Hey, what's up, everyone? We are back to talk about Super Metroid, our second-to-last Super Nintendo game before we move on to another generation. Um, I'm your host, Kenneth, and with me, as always, is co-host Kurt. Oh, hello. And let's jump right into it. So uh, this was the first Metroid game I actually enjoyed. Yeah, definitely. That was a nice change. <laughs> mm-hmm. It seems like they, they've, they've come a long time since the, the last one, seeing as how they made a bazillion of the other of Zelda and Mario in between this one. Yeah. Yeah, they're what was yeah, Link to the Past, Mario Land Two and Link's Awakening between this and Metroid Two, and then a ton of games between that and Metroid. Such a next generation stuff. Yeah. It was probably on the tail end of the uh Super Nintendo's lifespan too. I think so, yeah. Because as usual, as the as the hardware multicolor thing, different shading was really nice. Movement felt good. Oh yeah, it really, really. Sixty four came out in nineteen ninety six. So this, yeah, there was one more year of games really after the biggest uh, cartridge ever released at twenty four whole megabits. Whoa, trees. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Yeah, it came out March of ninety four in Japan, April in the U S, and July in the EU. So also, I I'm sure helped that you know there was very little text in this. So yeah, yeah. nothing to really. And boom, you're mm-hmm. good to go. And um. Pretty much done up a, a set core group of people to do stuff. Yeah. Definitely helps, I think, keep them together. Yeah. So, like, he's pretty much been the, the head dude for all of the Metroid games, so, so, which I like. It's good. You know, it lets you live your dream. Or, well, I guess let's jump right in. Uh, what what did you think, Kurt? Uh, I think it's definitely, they've, they've sort of collected all of the things that were good about the first two in the setting, but they've, I feel like they added in a bit of platforming for Mario, and it just seems to be well put together. The world is definitely bigger and more expansive. The inventory screen finally gets you able to switch between things without having to run back and swap. The fact, the fact that you can do different weapons with the same button using the select to choose between them. Oh yeah, that was. It sort of collected huge. everything into how to make a two D sort of explorey side scrolling shooter. Yeah, and I, I feel like that pretty much between this and then pretty soon afterward with a Castlevania Symphony of Night like it, the, those two games really defined what what your 2D you know they became named Metroidvania games would be like giant maps tons of stuff to go through bunch of different things to find and collect many 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 walls to try to blow up to see all what the, all secrets the are behind them all the walls although at least uh, having x-ray specs really really helped with that like if you wanted to be a completionist like you could go back a lot easier later in the game and rummage through everything. True, which I appreciated because some people are. Yeah, Plus it sort of extends the the lifespan of the mm-hmm. you run through. I mean, I can imagine kids who would beat it, but then maybe they didn't have the money or they weren't sort of allowed to get a new game yet. Could jump back in with the extra specs and just look at things. Yeah, yeah, just really go rummaging around. Well, especially like you know, there's 50 right now, and like even that felt like I was finding a ton of missiles. So there's. Well, running through, I think the first two games, I was always worried about running out of missiles. And then I think finally in this one, it hit me that they're easy enough to kill with the weapons you have available that they'll drop either energy orbs or more missiles, the super missiles and things. But even those, they come as you kill more bad things. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. If you save them, for, I don't think I ever ran out of them except on bosses. Yeah, and then even because um, for a while I was on the door, there's always more mm-hmm. right, right around the corner somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so, really, the, the worst part, ever really get more of these. Okay. Yeah. Got to be... Really stingy. But. Yeah, so they finally, they've, I mean, maybe not finally, but they've definitely 
rounded out the colors. It, dude, it each of the worlds or like the separate portions of the map just felt very lived in. Like for how little exposition there was, saying absolutely nothing. Yeah, the the, the setup from the, uh, the the little bit of title cards and the Metroid ones, but Zelda especially, mm-hmm. just having that little bit of setup, I think helped a lot because I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, and it just makes it easier. And plus, having a map really helps. Oh my god, <laughs> so so much. And and map rooms, obviously, the map has to fit in the larger rectangle window in the UI. Mm-hmm. So also the room where they just have like, here's the whole map. Yeah, mostly. Well, and then I, I think that even helps hidden stuff. And two, on a couple of the different map rooms, it would pop up showing sections of the map that to get over there. Now I want to figure out how I do this thing. Yeah, and it just really where the heck I'm going and makes the world feel bigger almost because then you know you drop through here yeah it removes a lot of the the frustration that i really didn't like on the first probably the first two and definitely the first two mm-hmm. of where to go whereas if you show me like a rough outline then all right cool i know i can go you know five inches it's so much better than just a completely blank slate yeah for sure and of course not having to remember oh i have to go if i go one up too far like it's too much yeah just give me a nice visual representation of where i just Super handy. It's so like the entire time, because like I'd, I'd sort of work my way down one direction, and I wouldn't have to remember where I had been already. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times you could go by, see, oh, the the high jump to get to it, so it, it stays unexplored, and you know later, okay, cool, I've got a couple. And they, they sort of set that tone right from the beginning, because initially, like all video games, you start with nothing, mm-hmm. and like you have to wander, there's a little ball you can turn into, and there's enough room in this one pathway to be a ball, and then I know that part. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, but now there's a little blocks blocking it and i was like all right because you need the bombs mm-hmm. so i couldn't go any further because i didn't have something so it's a nice way without using words or any kind of yeah it makes it feel like a much larger world yeah i, I think, think it it I'm, I'm sure some will be annoyed because oh it takes away some of the, the 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 purity of it you really have to explore which makes me want to spend more time in it oh yeah yeah and you're right though because reading random reviews people had and this one guy was ranting how basically the first just downhill from there because it just held your hand. I'm like, you know, like, not really. I, I guess I can all the time. It's like, like I, 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 I get it. I do because eventually, if you extrapolate it too far, the noob have yeah, showing but up. Giving saying, me hey, some, <laughs> give me some clue of where to go. Oh, Navi, <laughs> not easier to play, but more enjoyable because I don't have to wander around again, like lighting every bush on fire, light every bush on fire, bomb every wall, mm-hmm. poke everything with a stick. Probably felt some measure of pride in that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, somewhat be- unusual for Beating me. the game isn't necessarily getting everything. It's it's moving through the story. Difficult and they make you explore a bunch, but they reward you enough that you want to keep going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, there's how you could interact with your environment, and that, that makes me happy. Especially, oh man, especially, um, hmm, was, uh, I was, I was think, really susceptible to hitting a dead spot and just sort of turning things off mm-hmm. eventually, because it gets really frustrating. But this one is like, I hit that spot, and it didn't take me very long to realize, oh, because there's something else I need. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't ever that, like you said, long gap between when you find things. It was always, oh, this is a thing I need. I can find it somewhere. I never felt like I was running around with nothing to do. Yeah, I don't. it's just something about this game. Like, it, it feels like it takes my time seriously. Like, it's not, and I think a lot of that's just throwing back to Metroid 2, where it would be, okay, go get this thing, and now trek all the way king especially later on like you're bouncing between the different sections a bit but it it really or the game time yeah it was and, always yeah it was trying to move the plot forward with by having you find different things mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh you need this for this this one is 
I've long remembered as one of my top 10 favorite games and just so good. And it, it definitely has a bit of nostalgia factor because I play games all night. And, you know, it was this Super Mario World, Link to the Past, I mean, but damn, it's a good game. Yeah, I mean, because uh, I, I don't think I ever actually played this game as because it, it definitely would have been a game that would have kept my attention and entertained me for a while. Oh, yeah. Someone played too. Like, we would usually just pass back and forth yeah, the, about half-hour chunks and, like, watching someone play it and go, oh, man, you know, that that up there looks kind of weird. You should go check it out. And Yeah, and like, I focused on one aspect of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Which probably is why this game, I think... Yeah, yeah, which also, uh, from what I was reading, it was the first big game that really, really made speedrunning take off. I started recording that it was because it has multiple different endings, so it it gave that initial... Cooler, man. Yeah, like, what what a good way to sort of drop that hint, because the first time you play it, you want to get everything you want to explore, maybe go a little quicker, and you get the second ending. And you're like, I remember when I beat this before, and the visor wasn't up, and she didn't give a thumbs up or anything yeah you're like wait a you're second like, i wonder wonder what happens if i do it faster being pre-internet era too because you know you couldn't really just go look up oh what time yeah. do i need to hit <laughs> hey, to hey you the- these games i think someone mentioned before in maybe the one of the zeldas where the creator may share tips and hints maybe if one person spent a half hour lighting these bushes on fire and that's uh, one or two secret things are so it seems like a game that's sort of designed to be talked about at least during this whole era of Hey, you know, it's it's mainly single-player games, but... Hands up. Yeah. Which I dig. Maybe, I don't know, buy our magazine. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but don't tell your parents, they'll say no. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, ears, which I think really just drives home Nintendo's love-hate hate yeah, it, even more. Really. Well, well it's, it's like Mega Man and Capcom. Like, people love the crap out of that series, but... I do not understand. Yeah, like it's some sort of weird power struggle. Maybe the person in charge is just hated by it. They have a really good idea, and whoever's in charge of them is like, I hate that. It's so popular. It's not my idea. So yeah, we'll make you. We'll let you make it. I want one for the Switch. Actually, I want two for the Switch. I want an open world one, and I want a new side scroller. And flips back and you forth. Flip, oh my god! Boom! You're welcome, Nintendo. I'll let you have that. <laughs> just for free. Look at that. <laughs> what else was fun about this? So, oh, actually, weird thing I read. Um, even though this whole series oh, weird, and Samus is, you know pretty heavily based off of uh, Ripley, uh, the character, uh, like her late 80s era. I'm like, that's <laughs> weird and specific. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know someone who's just a really big fan of Kim Basinger. I guess so, yeah. They're like, oh, she she's music was also really cool. Mm-hmm. So the, one of the, the first times I've played the game with the volume on. Any of this with the volume off, actually, which is really rare for me. Yeah, especially because <laughs> older games, they do a good job with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very. It really helps set the mood yeah. for each of the areas you're in. It gets, it gets scary. Um, firsts for this. I feel I, like it, it, it wouldn't have a lot of notable firsts because it, it's such a good job of like uh, the speed boots, the the grappling beam, and when the X-ray and yeah, and even like the inventory screen borrows a lot from uh, Zelda. The platforming I noticed, they do longer jumps and shorter jumps, mm-hmm. but it's all still just sort of a timing issue. Oh yeah, to find things and you can shoot them. Yeah. When it, as you say, it really and made this weird amalgam third game out of it, which which is cool. And hello, random phone call. Anyway, uh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> cut. I uh, didn't know B made you dash for quite a while. <laughs> I probably should have looked at the layout and just moving through the menu screens. Mm-hmm. And what I should have done because on the 3DS they're above one another, and the closest one to your right thumb is start. Which is not difference. No, it's just there was there was one part down in a Brinstar, Brinstar, and other. I think that was the one time I needed it. Other than once you get the super, 
So I'm glad I found that out ahead of time. Yeah, seriously. I like uh, I like pulling the entire point of view out a little bit, like made the world feel bigger and made me feel... For a long time, before I realized, you know, there are shoulder buttons, um, hitting like you want... Cause to... Yeah. So control-wise, well done. Yeah, really, really just spawned that. The weird floaty green plant guy who definitely has a name that I should have written yeah, down. Yeah, I'm sure they... To arc into one of those and it just electrocutes <laughs> both of you and <laughs> kills him before it kills you. Hmm, like... Nice touch. Yeah, it was, it was pretty rad. It, it just... You know, adds to the feeling of, hey, you can play around with the environmental. It's just a pain in the butt. And then went back and was like, okay, all super missiles all the time. Yeah. Just calm. Very, very fun game. Yeah. I like it. And, uh, so what do we have for speed running for this? Lowest of the top 10 speed runs is still under three hours to get a special ending. One that I thought was interesting was uh, reverse boss order, which oh. just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. But I think the fastest one is usually around 40 minutes, 41, 42 Apparently, the game takes a certain amount of time, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And so it was less about how quick the... For a second, I thought they were all tied at 43 minutes, because that's the actual like game time you can sort of get around. Interesting. Which oh, okay. Yeah, I see again. what you mean. Like, the in-game time... Difference. But yeah, you know, any percent glitched. Again, all speedrunning, they use a lot of... Not necessarily glitches, but I immediately... Mm-hmm. Like, if you get hit by something, you have a small bit of invisibility. And apparently, you can use that to sort of jump and tell anyone the first person discovered that. Yeah. <laughs> Gah. 41 minutes and 15. Cool. Okay. Again, like it, running, watching them run through it, impact on level design, because all the platforms are so nicely spaced to jump between. Mm-hmm. And then if you fall, move in midair and navigate around platforms without having to stop every now and yeah. then, even climbing up, they give you the option. I'm, I'm sure ball jumping and the ball jumping and stuff. You don't really need the platforms. You can just sort of scoot up a wall. It very consistently about a third of the time. <laughs> oh, actually, that reminds me of how to do the wall jump. Um one, I, I like how they teach those abilities. Power up song, like before they start doing it. I'm like, you, whoever made this is ridiculous, <laughs> and I love cute. it. <laughs> and then they just keep triple jumping yeah, up. Here. Yeah, them and um that weird green ostrich thing that teaches you the the speed run. You know, they're basically the two only aliens in there that don't try to kill you. And at the end of the game, you can uh, good good job, Samus. They were very helpful. They didn't try to kill you, which is important. Yeah, yeah. It's planet. Everything tries... Well, yeah, like most... Every planet is like Australia. Everything wants <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, 40 minutes, I think, was the slowest one. 100% goes up to a whopping hour and 15. Oh, dang. Slackers. Seriously. And yeah. is that 100% for items or just clearing the map? Oh, I guess I could just view the rules for that. Yeah. Um, It's not... I mean, I assume... Save the critters at your own discretion. <laughs> oh, save the animals versus kill the animals. Shout out to Awesome Games Done Quick. Every every time they do one of those, there's a uh, a donation option to choose to save the animals or kill the animals. That's pretty funny. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I can't remember. Or for just overall. Hmm. It must be for one specific game that does it. Like one of the, I think oh, interesting. Getting all the items, I think, is what the 100% means. Yeah. Which I they... assume means you have to go through, because it's navigate through the game using little, um, like, um, like grenade jumping in Halo, you kill the bosses and all the items. Interesting. It probably takes you through all of the levels. Yeah, yeah. But very quick, fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, watching the dude do the... And he started looking at the time and he was realizing he was, you know, significant seconds just going through, just be cool, we can do it, just move around, just jump. He got hung up every now and then, but he sort of kept him... Me out. I, oh, yeah. I would want the time definitely running outside my <laughs> yeah. point of view. Like a big clock behind him. Speedrun Mario, blindfolded, and it just blows my mind and got it down to like 15 mm-hmm. and he was understandably very excited for it yeah I'm like you are re- this is all just straight timing and so much of it just hold this down for 3.8 seconds and mm-hmm. then hit jump and then 
jump for uh, Super Mario World. That's what it was. And the the most impressive thing was watching him fight Bowser at the end when he had to have that apparently completely memorized and yeah, because I imagine if ridiculous. you yeah hit him in the same spot every time, you know where he's going to be, which d- dictates where he's going to throw out yeah. the um, little wind up dudes. Yeah. Help maintain time. In my head, it's like uh, Hudson Hawk, where they they have specific song uh, rhythm count to a song, so he just sings it in his head. That would be really cool. <laughs> Blue eyes. I like it. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't do better. Yeah, it. it I I don't want to say it's one of those perfect games, but I fun across the board. Maybe make more Metroid games. That <laughs> was nice. Yeah, because usually you in the save stuff, like you save, you come back, and you were one bar of it or something, which never made sense to me. So it was nice that it actually took a snapshot of where you were, energy and your weapons and mm-hmm. everything. Is it because I think a lot of these games they were suddenly introducing the save aspect of it, sort of sets it off to be again. It's the it, only thing, and I I could see it going both ways for putting it in or not but it would have been kind eh. of nice if they had some sort of teleportation system with even if, you know even if it was a main world and you could flip yeah. between them fast travel in some yeah. small aspect and they they were worried it would take away from the expansive feel of it but that that well, i need to go back to the very beginning basically to get into um tarine it was a good like eight ten minutes of just backtracking across yeah, just running the around. entire map and honestly even just at that one point where you beat ridley and then hey, yeah when, when there's a, a large section yeah take- um dungeons it always jumps you back out mm-hmm. so you don't have to actually go back through the dungeon that was, no, that was in one of the older ones was- there's there's usually a way that if you're wherever you are in the dungeon to the big entrance of the dungeon yeah the like the only downside i guess i could see to that is you go and collect random crap but it oh yeah it would have been nice to have the option i think because i'm very used to modern games which have those amenities that when i go back and play an older game it, it feels out of place to have 1995 would be like oh man you're so late but I'm right okay get it that. together and you're like yes i am yeah Thank- of it to play video games anymore not anymore sad day okay so what what do we have coming up next oh we're back in mario because can't have enough mario it's true and it's uh, another a Mario game I I didn't play, Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island. You know I've heard really good things about this. I've never actually played it either. Like a lot of people say they like it more than Super Mario World, which I find hard to believe. Because, I find a little insulting off the yeah. bat, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. But just I don't know, Yoshi uh, pooping out eggs and shooting them at people seems Awkward. a little weird. A little bit. But there we go. So okay, we will be back next month and as always thank you for listening hit us up on facebook at facebook.com slash retrofecta or at the mothership at notlg.com slash retrofecta and keep on gaming i was thinking the crt would be good for like super nintendo games but they're all on the 3ds yeah oh n64 did it have a hd I think that was before HD, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah was I think still... the GameCube was the first one that sold yeah. a, a separate adapter cable that would do that. Yeah, and even then it was still the 5 cable, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was... Because I, I think the GameCube oh, and the Wii even used the same... Like the NES and the Super Nintendo both had the same uh, video output yeah. cable. Yeah.